Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Stephen Rogers. I'm Andrew Chavone. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Good uh, to see I, you, man. Good to see you. I'm in Denver. You're in Richmond. Yeah. Worlds I, United over line. That's oh, right. You're, uh, <laughs> you look like you're in a, a hotel room from Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> yeah. It really looks like a Zoom background. I feel like they, I have the Zoom background hotel. It's really... It doesn't, uh, doesn't look real. It looks sensual by how dark it is. <laughs> well, I, I moved all the lights. I mean, <laughs> to the front. I mean, <laughs> and they, that makes more sense. You know, that's why I look lit. And I have no movable lights except for the one that's there. That uh, I, I have. Th- I have this. Whoa! Uh, this lamp. <laughs> I moved over. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah, I got you know. It was good for uh, interrogation of suspects. <laughs> You sure that's not a flamethrower that's on? Yeah, I'm doing some welding later. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> oh, man. Mine are above me uh, that uh, seem to be working. Are you uh, at a desk? Yeah. There's no desk light at all? No desk light. It's very oh, weird. It's crazy. Yeah. The only desk light I have is built into the wall. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> so pointless. It is, but uh, well, it points down, but uh, point down, yeah, <laughs> there is a direction, it's the wrong one, yeah, wrong direction. one direction. Uh, I have let's see, let's compare hotels. Do you have a I have a full fridge, like a full, yeah, me too. Size fridge. I, I got a oh. fr- I got a fridge, I got a kitchen, I got a kitchen too. Oh my god, I just realized you're gonna need uh, headphones. Do you have them? Okay. Oh, thank God. I still hear myself a little bit. Are the headphones activated? Yeah, headphones are activated. Okay, great. All right. Uh, so so now we should get started now, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. No. I, uh, a couple things. So I'm in Denver. Have you been to Denver lately or recently or ever? Yes, uh, but it was brief. Oh, yeah. Uh, you had that layover, right? I was in Vail, Colorado. Oh, you were in Vail. And I went through Denver, stayed there for just like maybe an hour or so. Yeah, because like this mountain life is hor- uh, horrible to me. I I went shopping. I had to cross the street and the light was changing. So I had to jog and I literally yeah. almost passed out. I couldn't breathe. I, the I air is so known, thin. I should have known to tell, to tell you about the altitude. <laughs> I should have thought of that. Yeah, I, I know. I mean, the Uber driver was telling me, he's like, He's like, you're from New York? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, first of all, I won't complain about the traffic here. And I'm like, no, complain. That's my love language, complaining about traffic. And <laughs> please do it. And then he's that's like. A, did you already tweet that? Because that's great. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> so he's complaining about traffic. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, He's like, a bit of advice. You have not been in the mountains Drink water. Drink a lot of water. And I'm like, is he from New York? No, it's my general. <laughs> general Uber driver accent. Yeah, I ran into this Chinese guy, and he's like, make sure you drink a lot of water. Yeah, I was visiting uh, Saigon. Guy goes, hey, welcome to Saigon. Get over here. I'm walking here. I was uh, actually at a uh, Buddhist temple, and they were like, "Hey, I'm meditating over here. I'm meditating over here. Uh, forget about it. That's what they do, and the, the yeah, that's how they be stay mindful. They forget about it. <laughs> Those monks. I just forget about it. <laughs> oh uh, man, yeah. So it's rough air and." Uh, I, I mean, I found out everything from the Uber driver. I guess weed is legalized recreationally for eight you years. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. <laughs> Are so, you kidding? No. So the first time I talk on the show on the on the show last night, I go, "Hey, you guys had the recreational weed," and they go, "Woo!" And I go, "That's why my Uber driver was so relaxed." <laughs> I said, "Are you Victor?" He's like, "Whatever, man. <laughs> Whatever you want, man." <laughs> And that bombed, but yeah, it's been legal for eight years. They've uh, heard all the weed jokes. I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, it's like like they uh, it's like a whole industry. 
people like made I'm, hundreds of millions of dollars from just opening up dispensaries. I'm looking at some that I bought in uh, Colorado right now. Oh my God! Is it the but only state? Or there's other ones, I believe. There's other states, but I I started doing like uh, stuff like low, low, low level stuff for anxiety. Okay, and so it, this is beyond CBD. This is THC included. Uh, it might be VHS. I'm not <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's CCD. If you go, if you want to get a confirmation, if you're Catholic. <laughs> That actually gives P- you more anxiety. It's actually a PhD. <laughs> <laughs> Got some THC for my PhD. <laughs> oh man! Uh, and it f f me f m uh you. <laughs> it it f w b'd and you're friends with benefits. Oh. NSA no strings attached. NSA is listening. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's confusing to them. You know, it'd be interesting if the NSA uh, had to start listening to podcasts, uh, but they became fans. Yeah, yeah. They and then they just have to do it off work. I bet. I bet if you worked at the NSA, you don't listen to podcasts at all because you listen to people talk yeah. all day. So. You probably don't listen to anything. You don't listen. You have to you go watch home. a lot of Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, you would go home watch silent films. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, time to relax. Yeah, put the subtitles on if you're going to put on anything. <laughs> That's a, those silent film vaudeville people are always like walk around like puppets. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's no good. Um, uh, so, yeah, another Denver thing. I was in, I went to JCPenney. My jeans ripped. Uh, well, how'd they rip? Just from walking, like. You know, thighs moving together. They just fray and explode. What are you, thick? I think so. A thick Italian. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, Andrew T-H-I-C Chabon. Thick. thick. Actually, like, I, you, you put the I in T-H-C. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, my jeans are better than a calendar. I'm like, oh, it's December. <laughs> There's a yeah. hole in my pants. <laughs> There's 12 holes, one for each one. <laughs> There's 12 holes, yeah. Oh, I got to do some shopping. There's 11 holes. Almost 12. <laughs> so, yeah, I literally I have, uh, have one pair that looks like a dog ate the crotch and, like, <laughs> you know, another pair, that same thing. And this one's starting to go there. So I'm My like, mom would be screaming at you right now if she saw that. Oh my god! It's so embarrassing. At, next time, from if we when we uh, record, I'll I'll bring the pants and I'll show you. Bring uh, the pants and and uh, a fun experiment would be to tie off the le- the leg holes and then f- zip up the zipper, do the button, and then fill the pants with water and see where the water <laughs> squirts out. Oh, you'll see it. It's it's a big it's big. You don't oh, need it, like a. It'll look like a giving birth. No, yeah, it looks like that. It does. You don't need a science team to examine where this hole <laughs> oh, is. Oh, it's that big of a hole. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's really big. Why do you still own them? Well, I bought more. I went to get to the store. How long has this hole been there? Well, this <laughs> new one. <laughs> How long have you had this hole? Well, these old jeans. You're not answering. <laughs> These old ones, I've uh, they've been a while. The old ones, but yeah. I don't wear them a lot. But this one is right. starting to have the hole, like it's <laughs> starting to look like these old ones. And I have the old ones just so I can like keep size and, and you know I know what I like. So <laughs> I have the old ones, and sometimes I wear them by accident. By accident. <laughs> by accident, huh? By accident. Man. Yeah. So I went to the J.C. Penney today. I w- walked there, you know, almost passed out. Mm-hmm. And the the Denver like mountain sun is is like my skin's fried like flash fried. It's like yeah, U, pure UV <laughs> rays, and I don't have any sunscreen. And no. I, I went to J C Petty and and it, I bought three pairs of jeans. And this woman in front of me was like, they were they were like, oh, is this it? And she said, I hope so. We'll see. And they're like, what? And she said, I want to see what this clearance is. And the woman rang these jeans up and said. Oh, the clearance is ten bucks, and the woman said, "Oh, that's too high." 
<laughs> is can you do lower? And the and the cashier was like, "What? No, I, what is? No, I can't do You're any lower." You're getting these for ten dollars. You're getting these for ten dollars. If I and I have no power, I'm just the cashier. I can't. <laughs> I'd be fired if she literally said, "I'd be fired if I did any better than this." And what and did she say? She said, "All right, I'm out." And she just left the store with left the $10 jeans there. And I was like, oh, my God, $10 jeans would be great. If In high school, I couldn't even get $10 jeans. Right. So I'm like, man, time. I mean, you're walking around with jeans that have uh, holes in zero them. value. Zero. <laughs> negative value. They make me look poor or like war poor. You should have to pay people that see you in them. <laughs> Well, it'll be a different kind of show. People will be like, them in those. <laughs> you are giving people a show. Yeah, you? looking at that hole. Yeah. But, but yeah, they, oh, I, I'm like, man, times must be tough or hard in Denver. $10 jeans. What What was the discount she wanted? Five? I can't I know. Even, or if it's eight, but it's $2 off. You've got to walk out. Man. I know. And it, I, $10 about per it. jean or $10 It was, it was one, pair of, one pair of jeans. Ten dollars for the whole gene, man. She said, "I'm out. <laughs> Too rich for my blood." I, I would have grabbed that immediately. Yeah, I mean, I would have if it was if I was a woman. I would have. I couldn't, you know. Can't. I mean, I get holes in the man jeans. I can't imagine <laughs> what I'd do to these women jeans. You'd make them jorts immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looked like the the uh, uh, Dukes of Hazard woman, whoever that is, Daisy Duke. Daisy Duke. Is that who it is? Yeah. So those jeans are named after her. Yeah, I think so. And the Dukes of Hazard are are all, they're all named Duke? Is that Cooks of Hazard? Cooks of Hazard. Yeah. Callback. <laughs> the Dukes of Hazard are brothers, I think. And then, the, but they have a sister named Daisy. I believe so. Oh man! Wow, you're really well versed on your Confederate literature. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm a big Confederacy uh, fan. <laughs> I just know Daisy Duke. I just remember Jessica Simpson was Daisy Duke in the the movie that they made. Yeah, that was a disgrace. They remade all those movies, Tango and Cash. Yeah, uh, uh, Starsky and Hutch. Starsky and Hutch. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. I don't think. Yeah, I don't remember a Tango and Cash movie. I think that was just, already a movie. I think that was, <laughs> is that with the bulldog and Tom Hanks? No, that's uh Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch. Oh yeah. Tango and cat. I don't know. Remember. And then there's the one with a fat person and Turner and Hooch and Tango and cash all sound like things. We would describe those old jeans. <laughs> Torn in the cooch. <laughs> Tangled knee cash. <laughs> Oh my God, oh, man! Um, yeah, the Starsky and Hutch. Oh, uh, Twenty One Jump Street. They remade too. Yep, twice. Uh, yeah, that was a that was an okay one. I don't know about the sequel, but the first they one were was both funny. Uh, yeah, I think that's all of them. There was I a mean, bunch. They, oh no, there was uh, Charlie's Angels too. That's right, and they've redone that since. Oh uh, well, yeah, I mean, I hope that bombed. I hope they learned their lesson. To, <laughs> you know, you know what's funny, and uh, I just found this out. But you know the movie Morbius. I know we know the character from Spider Man, but they, yeah, you know they made that movie with Jared Leto. Yeah, apparently, like it's new, now an internet meme to just make fun of it. Like, oh, uh, okay. There can you like, pull one up? I don't know how, but okay, I can explain them. But there's a uh, there there is like this this fish and chips restaurant that went viral. So as a joke and then they they advertised like the internet made it so there was a morbius meal that was like you know two dollars and you get fish and something else and then all these people went to the restaurant were like can we have the morbius meal and they're like what (laughs) that doesn't exist but but i guess like so morbius was released and it bombed and they took it out of theaters and then the internet made like a meme campaign to get it back so sony re-released it and it bombed even worse (laughs) so because it was just a joke and now there's another meme going around to put it back again for a third time. <laughs> and the meme says, sorry, we were busy that weekend. <laughs> Can we bring it back again? Let me we find were, this. We were all busy. Oh, I found it. 
it's very small, but we're all busy that weekend. Please bring back more penis. Yeah. <laughs> But I was thinking about it. I was just laughing, uh, laughing my head off when I found out for no reason. But Morbius is such a funny name. Morbius it's, is a horrible name. It's so funny. It's a horrible name. I think they were trying to do morbid, and then they're like, okay, what's like the end of a name? Uh, e- yes. Yes. And, uh, and his name is Morbius. The guy's name is Morbius, which is so stupid. It's such a stupid name. It's the name of the villain, of course. Why didn't they just do Vampire Man? How was uh, Vampire Man not taken? Or Fang, you know, like <laughs> the Fang, Fang is good. Blood. Fang is great. The uh, the Batman. <laughs> yeah, I've been good. <laughs> the Vampire Batman. Uh, the... Uh, the Garlicator. <laughs> well, the Nightwalker would be good. Oh, Nightwalker's great. Because they call Blade Daywalker. So. That's right. And Blade was a great movie. Blade was one of my favorite movies as a kid. It had techno and like motorcycles. Did you ever, <laughs> did you ever see that in Blade 3, he threw a temper tantrum yeah. and, and refused to open his eyes? <laughs> so they had to computer uh, animate. His eyes open. What's so funny is is <laughs> I knew that story and he would just smoke weed and stay in his trailer and like write post-it notes and he'd only want to be called Blade. Like he'd only re- answer to Blade. And on the cast of that show was Pat Oswald and Ryan Reynolds. So yes. Can you imagine the two of them on set like just joking around like what the hell is going on with this guy? <laughs> and like a lot of the movie is them, I think, because he wouldn't come out. So they just he filmed bonded most- people for life by <laughs> by being so weird. <laughs> yeah, Blade Three was so bad, but I liked it. And then Blade Two was directed by that Guillermo Toro guy. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. So like the vampire goes like like freaky freaky open face vampire so when i saw that i'm like whoa they really took it up a notch and yeah you saw the third one and he, you're like what is this the first and second one were great yeah um yeah i could go on about it for like a thousand years but uh <laughs> so could blade he doesn't die <laughs> he never dies yeah unless he eats his son or something his but son the, his son he has one uh son of a gun the um <laughs> Not Morbius. Oh, so one more thing about Morbius. This is so sure. stupid, but I read it in the cartoon. Remember, we watched the '90s cartoon. Yeah, the, the Morbius was there, and he'd like he had suction cups on his hands, and he'd like suck people's blood through his hand. And what? His, even the toy had like ten like tentacle suction cups, and I found out it was because like they didn't want to ne- show the biting. They didn't want to show the biting or fangs. It was too scary. So they had him like. But I was like, that's kind of cool. I don't know. They should have had the Morbius movie do that. Yeah. Uh, sucky hand. Suck, <laughs> suck hand. I think that's already a movie, and uh, we can't watch that. Well, no, um, that's, that's suck and hand. <laughs> it's a different movie. I mean, that was wonderful. <laughs> that was. <laughs> well, you set me up. I know. What's uh, going on? What's going on with you, by the way? I got some stories uh, here. So I, until, so I lost my voice after the uh, uh, engagement. Uh, I talked about, I told you this in person, but I went to therapy like the n- next day or so after being engaged. And Jen said, uh, and I had gotten sick. Um, so I had been sick since the day after the engagement until, uh, yesterday I was, uh, just out and I took several COVID tests, nothing. And the only symptoms I had was, uh, I'm not gonna, uh, you know, congestion and, uh, eventually lost my voice. Mm -hmm. So... I go to therapy and Jen goes, so in one month, 
you released an album. We're on TV. Uh, did two seller auditions that didn't go great. And, uh, and, uh, turned 30 and a couple days after that got engaged. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, let me ask you something. Did you get sick? And I was like, I'm getting over something right now. And she's like, yeah, you're, when you do a lot of stuff at once, whether it's good or bad, when you're overwhelming yourself, your body's like, Hey, I need rest. And if you won't rest, your body will force you to. Uh huh. So she's like, you just got sick from doing stuff. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, when I uh, got married and went on my honeymoon, we both got sick. She said it was just an overwhelming thing. It, you know, it's a stressful thing, even if it's good stress or bad stress. And uh, I was like, this is crazy. She's like, oh, yeah, so your body's going to slow you down. Uh, until you take the rest. So I had to take nights off. Uh, you and I were going to record. I literally couldn't get sound out of my voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I saw uh, you guys. And, of course, I knew the jokes that were going to be made. I didn't even want to come outside because you're fine. But the other two are hypochondriacs. Mm-hmm. So I knew that they were going to think I had COVID. Well, this and, is the this is the story. You went to a birthday party the day before, and then you show up and you can't talk. And, yeah, uh, I used and, all the vo- vocal stuff I had the night before. I used it all. Yeah, but I mean, if you put two and two together, party and then you can't talk. I mean, that's that's what happened to me in December, and that's what happened to you too. So it's right. understandable that we would be like, "Oh, this is probably COVID." <laughs> You're talking to us. <laughs> I know. I you wanted to get so out of there. Mad. You got well, so mad. You got so mad when we called it out. We, but but it's understandable though. It's you went I, to a uh, party that you can't talk. It's COVID symptoms. Uh, but you wouldn't get them the next day. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, some, ah. sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> you didn't completely lose your voice, but you did the next day. Yeah. Sometimes it can. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but. But you were so mad. You were like, I was very mad, and we, I didn't even say anything. You, you were just like, I went to a party yesterday, and and my voice is like this, and I turn like just away from you, and you go, Oh boy, I'm gonna have you kicked out of here. I go, I didn't do anything. No, that you're 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 leaving out a lot of stuff. Look, what I leave out. <laughs> Every time I spoke, you went, Oh my God, Steve, you sound like this and this. And then you went, COVID, COVID, <laughs> COVID. And then you kept doing it. And that's when I was like, I got to, you're the only guy I can kick out of here. I'm going <laughs> to call the cops. <laughs> I didn't want to come out. And uh, I shouldn't have. But uh, I wanted to see you all. Mm. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, kill off at least one of you. But, uh,. <laughs> <laughs> with, with whatever I was carrying, uh, but you did so, sound like you had a tracheotomy. You were like, it sounded really hey, bad. Guys, hey guys, what's going on? I, <laughs> I sounded like uh, if Batman was trying out different uh, voice changes. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> now you can make me sub, like psychosomatic. I know, I know. You're fine. You're totally fine. You're transmitting it through the through it's the cord. Alti- it's the altitude. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. It's brutal. There's not even clouds. It's just all sun and here's t- your joke. Tumbleweeds. Here's your joke for tonight. Why were you guys uh, already so focused on legalizing weed? You're already too high. No, that's pretty good. Yeah, I would be like, I just got high taking a couple breaths of your light air. <laughs> I'm lightheaded. I, I don't need that, weed. I have this new joke from inspired by Colorado, but it's not specific to Colorado. I was like. Man, have you ever uh, lived in a city and then gone on a hike out of town and realized you haven't breathed uh, real air in a long time? And you're like, why is this spicy? I don't remember this being so spicy. Uh, you're talking dog, about the Colorado air spicy or the regular air? Any, any air away from a city is like spicy to your nostrils <laughs> in comparison to the city air, which is filled with other <laughs> horrible stuff. The city air is spicy to me. It has fumes and stuff. <laughs> oh, I think my that's my uh, baseline now. <laughs> so whenever I get fresh air, I'm like, whoa, 
I, oh, oh, oh. I wasn't prepared kick. for th- yeah yeah <laughs> i i say uh wow i just took some uncut air i've never had uh <laughs> i haven't had this in a while oh yeah the pure stuff yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Ooh, this is good <laughs> they said uh, uh at the club some people ask for oxygen tanks in the green room and i'm like is it too late for that <laughs> And they just pretended they didn't hear me. <laughs> I was at a spa with Caitlin and Vale, and they had an oxygen bar. Yeah, that I would want one of them. Yeah, they would just hand you empty glasses. And <laughs> that reminds me of the Jim Gaffigan joke when he's when the when he t- complains about bottled water. Yeah, he's like, I know you can get it free from any faucet, but I want to pay for it. Do you have any air back there I can buy? <laughs> now they do. <laughs> That's funny. The oxygen was in like tanks that had blue liquid and it was bubbling. I'm sure looked, that's for sure. It looked like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ooze. <laughs> Maybe it was. Um, but yeah, so I lost my uh, voice and I was worried I was going to not have it for the shows this weekend. So I had the long drive here to Richmond and, uh, I just played podcasts and listened to music. Just wondering if I would be able to speak when I got here. Oh my God. It, it was terrifying. Whoa, and then that, I, well, you can, I mean, yeah, good, I got it back. Turnaround. Well, the, in the morning when I left, I was driving Caitlin to the airport and she was like, all right, have fun. I was like, you too. And I was like, oh, God, this is going to be so bad. And uh, it would you change. Found a diff- you found a different voice. It would change pitch. It you, would found like Mrs. Doubtfi- you found Mrs. Doubtfire's voice. You <laughs> lost yours, found Mrs. Doubtfire's. <laughs> Goodbye, Kaylin. Doodaloo. Oh, man. Uh, so uh, I drove all the way here. Finally had the... Uh, ability to speak i get uh to the green room and i'm like nervous because i'm opening for kevin nealon yeah uh from big snl fan. yeah big fan, fan as well were you, were you able to talk to him at all in the green room or anything hung out with him in the green room immediately he's doing the some of the best bits i've ever <laughs> seen in a green room it was so funny he uh um he knocked over like a a ketchup bottle and then instead of trying to catch it he he knocked more stuff over on purpose <laughs> to like and pretended to try to catch it all so he was just knocking stuff over and it was just you and him in there it was just me and him oh my god what a moment and, and uh cuz i mentioned we were talking about music. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go see Paul McCartney next week, right? As he did that. And I was like, oh, you didn't know he was in town? And he laughed. And then uh, he told me about how he interviewed uh, John Lennon's son. Oh, my God. Uh, and Sean uh, Lennon or the other one? Uh, There's two. There's one he had with Yoko and one he had with some other woman that he used to abuse <laughs> physically. Oh, man. I don't remember. Uh, so it was probably Sean. I don't yeah. remember which one, but he goes, uh, yeah, I was interviewing him for hiking with Kevin. And, uh, I said, uh, Sean, who's your favorite beetle? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And, uh, and then, uh, he eats this whole beyond burger in front of me he, I, eh, it's whatever it looked normal um <laughs> and uh it looked like real food <laughs> and uh he uh he eats the whole thing he's got an empty plate and a napkin on top of it and he goes uh you can finish that if you want to <laughs> that's great he had a million bits we get in the he's, we're staying in the same hotel oh every nice t- we had breakfast this morning uh, together, and we're having lunch together after this. Oh, my God. Uh, and uh, every time we've gotten in the elevator, he's said to the other person in the elevator, because there's like a bus- it's a busy hotel, 
he looks at the other person in the elevator and he goes, uh, there's only six floors. <laughs> he goes, can you hit seven for me? <laughs> oh, my God. That's genius. <laughs> That's genius. Oh, my God. Oh, this is awesome. Man. So funny. He's so funny. Wow. And his act is amazing. It was such a fun uh, show last night. It was it was a great time. Does he play guitar too, or just does jokes? So I, I think he I saw... just does jokes. Oh, cool. Okay. Uh, I thought I saw a clip of him with a guitar, but maybe that was like. I know Bob SNL. Saget did. Maybe oh, Bob Saget. But maybe Kevin does. I don't know. Kevin well, let me let me ask. So, did was there two shows yesterday or one? One. Yeah, uh, same with me. Yeah, I, a lot of. Improvs and funny bones are, I think, in cahoots. Uh, I think Fridays are, Fridays are now one show and Saturdays are two. Yep. And, and no Sunday show. No Sunday show. Do you have a host? I do, but it was a last minute ad. I was going to do a host feature. But I'm was, host feature. Yeah, I was going to do that, but it, they pay, it pays more money. It pays like fifty percent more than the oh. regular feature pay. Like you know, when you check out or get. Um, what's it called? Uh, <laughs> whatever it's called when you talk to the manager at the end of the weekend, cash yeah. out or whatever. Cash. Yeah, make sure it's it should. Oh, it settle should be, up, settle up, settle up, settle up. Yeah, make sure it's fifty percent more because you you're getting the host pay too. Mm. And one time I, I I agreed to that in in uh, I think it was Omaha. I was like, I'll do the host feature. They added a host because the guy begged to be on the show, and oh. I still got I still got the pay. It was awesome. Whoa. And that's what they did t- this weekend. So I hope uh, I hope <laughs> I still get that that feature boost. Yeah. The booster. The booster. <laughs> but make sure I mean off air I'll tell you what the rate should be. <laughs> but I think it's, I, it's not good anyway. No, <laughs> Either way no. it's not it's embarrassing, yeah. but Either way it's uh <laughs> it's not a living. What did you what do you think of the host feature experience as opposed to I've It's harder, d- right? I've done it when I opened for Sam Marillo in Hartford. I did it. I, I'm no stranger to it, but uh, in a club, in a theater, it's e- very uh, easy. In a club, it's harder. Yeah, because they're getting uh, their orders and the drinks and the food. Yeah, in a theater, they're just waiting for who they came to see, and uh, but they like jokes. So if you just come out and do jokes, they're like, "All right." But in and, and plus in the theater, there's no waitresses walking around. Right in the club, you got uh, yeah. or waiters or servers. I'm sorry, I keep kidding. Everybody, everybody in the club's getting chipsies. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, were, I thought you were going to say everyone in the club's getting food, and then I was going to say everyone in the club gets tipsy. But uh, you beat me to it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so everyone's getting food and stuff. And then there was this woman, she was having a good time, but I was like, so yeah, so I'm going to leave, uh, on, on this. And she went, thank you. And I was like, what? And she goes, thank you for coming. I was like, do you think I'm leaving? And, uh, I go, I'm just going to do one more joke. And then for some reason that interaction, she was weird from then on. She kept clapping super like like a lot uh for Kevin like when he would say something he's like you ever notice notice this and she'd clap like 18 times and then oh my uh, god and I was like psychotic oh. i don't and know and then she she would yell the name of the town every once in a while she yell richmond a, uh no he, it's short pump no but it uh enrique something Henrico, like enrico enrico she kept yelling enrico that's a county. That's not even a town. Oh, okay. Well, um, I don't know. No, but, I I don't remember either. But um. But you know what's funny is you know I used to work uh, as a busboy at the club you're in, and every headliner yeah. would have the same joke because the town is Short Pump. Yeah. And it'd be like, great to be here in Short Pump next to Dicks because the Dicks is next to the the Funny Bone, and they somehow combination of Short Pump and Dicks. Everyone. Yeah, it would, it would destroy. It, would it had destroy. to have destroyed. They'd hump the air, and it's so. The Let best guess. one. Oh, I want to hear the best one. The best one was uh, the puppet guy. What's his name? Jeff uh, Dunham. Jeff Dunham. He said uh, he had the puppet, the old guy. Mm-hmm. What is it? What do you say? 
Oh man, this I is easy. This is in my head. I can't, I gotta like sort it all out. Uh, you're like Professor X right now. <laughs> yeah. Somehow Jeff Dunham was like, <laughs> "What's happening? What's happening?" I think Jeff Dunham was like, <laughs> "Are you okay?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to get it and it's making me laugh. I think you what happened was you could do it. Jeff Dunham says This is how long you should be thinking before everything you say, by the way. <laughs> Jeff Dunham <laughs> Jeff Dunham says uh talking to the pup the old band puppet, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, Walter. Walter, yeah. He goes, uh Oh, dicks, what do they sell in that place? And Walter says you, uh, I can't remember. Uh, he says, "Like you already know, you know. Don't ask." I can't remember, but I've ruined it. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry, everybody. That was the best one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I literally couldn't breathe when he did it. I felt like I was in Denver again. <laughs> you blew a hole right in the front of your pants. Laugh my socks off and my crotch. Uh, I thought he was going to say, uh, good to be here in Short Pump, a town named after me. <laughs> town my ex named after. <laughs> named me. That's what my ex called me. Yeah. I'm sure that was it. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, just, I just pictured you laughing so hard at that thing. <laughs> Saying that joke. Oh man! And then uh, I, I, I don't know if I told you I ever just told you the story, but at the end of the weekend, I wanted to meet him because t- I didn't really know who he was, but he's making me laugh all weekend. Yeah. And uh, this this other guy I worked with, who who's like an ex-convict, uh, he he saw me like approaching Jeff Dunham, and I'm like, "Hey, Jeff, I love, I want to do comedy too." And he goes, "Oh, cool." And then uh, this guy runs up and goes, let me see those puppets. And Jeff is just looks scared, and he just starts hurriedly packing up the puppets. Oh. He goes, let me see him. Let me see him. And Jeff just ignores him and just leaves. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I already I can't like, call a ventriloquist. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what are you doing, man? You blew it. Man, look at those puppets. <laughs> let me see those puppets. I got so mad at this guy. <laughs> he literally scurries up and just start immediately saying, let me see those puppets. <laughs> I'm like, cool it, man. This guy's famous. He has puppets. He's not going to show you his puppets. He just showed everybody for <laughs> yeah. six hours over the weekend. <laughs> you think it's going to give a stranger? Let us put a stranger's hand up there. You got nacho sauce all over your hands. <laughs> oh, my God. But I did oh, get a photo man. with him. I, did, I, I, You know what? I think that was Friday. I did get a photo with him, and I have it somewhere. I'll show it. I'll I, I want to see that, yeah. Yeah. Uh my bet is your smile looks like he, he has his hand up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Or maybe I got oh the photo. Man. Maybe I got the photo, and then the guy ran up, and then then he left. I think that's actually what happened. Mm. Um, That'd be a great way to in- get engaged: is uh, to put a wedding ring in your ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> And and go, uh, hey, honey, put your hand up there. And then she puts her hand up there, and it comes down, and there's a ring on it. Or a bowling ball. Honey, I got you a new bowling ball. Oh. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. I like that. Or put it around a hot dog. Honey, I got you. How skinny is that hot dog? <laughs> or how thick is her finger? Around a hot dog. I don't know. I don't know the, I don't know the physics of it. <laughs> what are you, what are you dating? Grape, grape ape? <laughs> grape ape? The Hanna-Barbera monkey? Yeah. Grape ape? 
I don't even know who that is. You don't know Grape Ape? He was no, a giant. I know, I know who Grape Ape is. How do uh, you know who Grape Ape is? <laughs> I watched <laughs> cartoons. I'm a comedian. You're six years younger than me. You knew Grape Ape? I watched Boomerang all the time. Yeah, me too. That's how I know. He's a big Boomerang man. My and dad. He don't, and he'd only say Grape Ape. He'd That's all he go, would say. Grape Ape. He'll never he, get canceled. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> he was also the first Hodor from Game of Thrones. I don't know if you want, but he, that guy can only say his own name. Oh, and you go Hodor, Hodor. And this guy goes great, babe, great, babe. They should hang out. <laughs> they should hang out. And Pikachu, <laughs> oh Pikachu, yeah, Pikachu, great, babe, Hodor, <laughs> the trio of. Now, which one are you again? Pikachu. Okay, and who are you, great, babe? <laughs> well, SNL did that with uh, Frankenstein and somebody else. Like Frankenstein would just say fire, and the other guy would say one thing, and the other guy would say one thing. <laughs> Phil Hartman was Frankenstein, and somebody else was some other person who said one thing, and they just hang out. They're just saying it. They just say the same thing. That's really funny. Kevin Nealon might have been on that season. I haven't you gotta watched ask Kevin Nealon. You got to ask Kevin Nealon about Phil Hartman. I want to know all about him. He told – I'll ask about Phil Hartman because he – does a Q&A near the end, and people asked about Norm MacDonald, and he told a Norm MacDonald story. Oh, my God. And then he told the Chippendales story because he was in that sketch. With That's right. Chris he was one of the judges. And it was... Uh, that was a fun story, but the Norm MacDonald one was really good. Was uh, uh, He goes, you know, Norm was a big gambler, and... Uh, one day he was he asked John Lovitz if he could borrow uh, five hundred bucks, and Lovitz was like, "Okay," and <laughs> and Norm was like, "You'll get it back." And uh, next day Lovitz goes, "Hey Norm, where's uh, where's my five hundred dollars?" He's like, "I'll get it to you. You'll get it." And next day, "Hey, you gotta get that five hundred dollars. Yeah, you're you're gonna get it. I I swear. I I got I got it. I'll get it for you." And then uh, the next day. Lovitz goes, Norm, wh- where's my $500? You said you'd give me my $500. And Norm, Norm goes, why are you crying about $500? I lost $5,000. <laughs> really is all relative, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Lovitz is so funny. I love Lovitz. All those guys. Oh, They're so great. Let's Jealous? Feel- <laughs> Jealous? Phil Hartman is the the most elusive to me. Like, there's not a lot yeah. of stories about him for some reason. But I know him and Lovitz were best friends. They started at Groundlings together, and Lovitz got Phil Hartman on. I didn't know that. I know Carvey got uh, Neilan on. Oh wow! And uh, there's a story where I forget where I heard it or what, but the day after Phil Hartman died, somebody went up to Lovitz and was like, oh, "I'm so sorry." I'm so sorry. And he goes, for what? He pretend he didn't hear. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the funniest thing I've ever heard. Oh, my God. You got to ask Kevin Elit about it. I'll you're, ask you're, Kevin. You're my, you're my you're in, I will d- interdimensional it. wormhole into SNL. Hey, do me, here, do me a favor and text me your questions. I just want to, Phil Hartman, what does he like? Any stories? That's it. I don't know. Okay. And then um, uh, I've heard like all the other ones. Maybe tell him that Lovitz thing and see if he's ever heard that one. Okay. That's it. That's all I got. If I think of any more, I'll let you know. All right. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, but that's, that's, my, uh, that's my stuff. What's going on with you? So... This uh, mountain time's killing me. It's two hours earlier than New York. Mm-hmm. So I had 8.30 flight, lands at 11 a.m., but it was four hours or whatever. It just totally like com- combobulated me. And, of course, I'm like, I'm going to sleep on the plane, and I got like a neck pillow, and I was already awake. I woke up at 6. I got to the airport. I'm like so traumatized from flights that I, I'm like there early, and, and uh, JFK is like way better than – in LaGuardia with like organization and like yeah with the construction for sure yeah it's like so much better so I smooth in and then I'm like 
well, I'm in early, uh, but I don't want to fall asleep. But like, I was scared I'd miss like when they announced the boarding. Sure. So I'm like awake, and then I and then they board, and then like I'm just getting situated, and then they come around with the cart, and I'm like, uh, like it kind of early, like, and I'm like, oh, I'll take a coffee in my head. I'm like, I'm gonna take a nap, and then I'll wake up and have a coffee. So then, you know, I put the tray table down, I put the coffee on, I'm like trying to cozy up with the neck pillow, and then I just have this anxiety that I'm gonna kick over the coffee and it's going to spill everywhere. (laughs) So I can't sleep. And then I'm like, they don't come back around and I want to get rid of this thing. (laughs) But (laughs) I literally have to hold it for like three hours until they come back around and then they have more drinks. So I'm like, I felt like so embarrassed. I'm like here, I know it's full. Just a heads up. It's full. And they go, what? And I go, it's full. And she just takes it and walks away. She doesn't even care. <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, finally, I've got to, I put the tray table up. It's literally been three hours. And then, of course, they bore, they start descending and there's turbulence and I can't sleep. So, literally all disoriented and I can't, especially with the time difference and everything. Um, then I get to the show and I'm, I'm, lo- I'm loopy. I, I don't know what's going on. And, uh, and plus the light air and, um, I go, I, I, you know, I go up to do the feature set and, uh, like I immediately, I'm like in a bad mood because <laughs> I'm so tired and, and I, and they're not really giving me what I think I need. And oh, I'm, no, I'm you like, snapped at them. Well, I'm making little jabs at them. You know, I'm going like, come on guys, <laughs> I deserve more. And, you know, I'm kind of like goading them a little bit and. I'm making like cheap jokes because this woman is like has her legs like uh, like she's facing the stage and has her legs on this on the seat in front of her and she's wearing short shorts and I go I see this woman's vagina up here she that vagina's having a better time than you guys <laughs> it's like <laughs> oh boy <laughs> but it's like I I don't know and I didn't, um. Emma's girlfriend was like, I could tell you're not having a good time up there. I'm like, I wasn't. I was having a horrible time. What was her first clue when you started? When when you did crowd work with a woman's eyes. The way she was sitting was making me so bad. But that was so cranky. I was cranky. Oh, man. But this is why you got to sell the shirts, man, because I set them up because the tickets were so much money. And I had to like, you know, the tickets to, to, to Denver yeah. were so much money. And I'm like, I'm going to sell one probably. There was a line forming to buy the shirts. I, I'm not exaggerating. A line was queuing to talk to me and buy the shirts. And everyone was like, you are so funny. Oh, my God. I was like, what? They were buying shirt after shirt. I'm almost man. out. And then they were like taking photos. And one woman was like, I'm going to propose to my girlfriend. I'm going to wear this shirt when I propose fingering time. And it has the finger on the shirt. And I go, Whoa, that's genius. She bought two. <laughs> it's going to wow. give her fiance. Wow. I was, I was like, what the hell's going on? I, I was like, I thought it was the worst set of my life. And that's they loved what, it. Um, Gary Goldman told me after your, he's like, don't comment it on the crowd. We had like a weird show, and he and then we were standing out front, and everyone came up to us saying how much fun they had. He's like, "That's why you never comment." Uh, I always forget this advice. He's like, "That's why you never comment during the show how it's going because they may just not know how to be an audience." That's right. Yeah, and he's and I, like, "They might be having a great time." And I made sure not to say you guys suck or right. I kind of was like joke by joke. The vagina thing was just pretty <laughs> stupid, but. But it was funny. I mean, they laughed at that. <laughs> they did I laugh mean, at that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fighting off a lot of jokes here. Oh, my God. Wait, why? What's with the puss? Oh, man. What's oh with man. the sour puss? Oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh man, dude, that's great. That's a great joke. That's a great joke. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. Oh, oh man. Oh my god. Um. 
my god. That's so funny. You make me laugh like Jess Dunham. <laughs> I can't wait for you to butcher this jokes to somebody. I will. I will, Trisha. I'll be laughing in my he, brain. He, then, he, then he was like, uh, what's with the cat? <laughs> or maybe uh, Kitty or... I can't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, we got to get into some topics. Yes. Before... Uh, we wrap up here. Uh, yeah, let's let's do it here. Um, I'll uh, jump on the Twitter here. Um, all right. Hold on. By the way, my battery is getting low, so I might have to unplug this to plug in my charger. But we're good so far. Okay. Um, um, uh, well, we got a special one from. Uh, we got to address Bell. Yeah, she that's had a the special one. I one. I'm okay. looking at. Uh, do you want me to read it or you? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, this is from Bell, uh, 49's fan Bell, uh, JBT. Uh, today I'm anxious uh, over can I maintain my strength needed to listen to my friend talk about being unloved and can I stay strong for my sister whose daughter is in the hospital? Thank you, Andrew and Stephen. Uh I I feel for you, uh, Jay, for Bill, because uh, she's come to us a few times with some anxiety topics that are truly just for other people. So she is a very caring person that that worries for people that are close to her. And and I think uh, you and I are uh, everyone's uh, got a lot of that in them that listens to this show. So she has a friend that's unloved, but then she also has a daughter who's in the hospital. Oh yeah. no, whose sister? Yeah, her her sister's daughter's in the hospital. So well, first believe- of all, JBT, you got a friend that's said about unloved, but obviously you care for them. So I mean, throw that in there. You, people, you at least care about this person who feels unloved. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. If that's pretty cool. And then the daughter in the hospital, uh, you just got to be there. You got to say if there's anything you need, I'm here. And you know, just the fact that. There's uh, people care is important in this time, and you know. Yes. So the fact that you're you're already doing the right things, I believe, for both of your prompts. So g- stay in there, JBT, and I don't know what our therapist would say in this situation. Uh, I think it would, bi- she would say that she would say you're already yeah. there for them. The big one is is radical acceptance. I know that we I say it too much, probably, but focus on what you can control in this situation you're doing a lot for these loved ones but you can't do it by yourself uh you, you know no man is an island and all all of, all of that uh so yeah, put the lime in the coconut and you know and drink, and tell them to drink it all up and uh and get a doctor uh i'm sorry i was going too far with the bit um but you know make sure that you're you're not the only one that's coming to bat for your friend. If you know any of your friends, friends or loved ones, be like, "Hey, this person needs help, and I need help helping them." And as far as uh, your sister's daughter or or your niece, I'm assuming, uh, hopefully, uh, since they're in the hospital, they're getting the the best treatment they can. Yeah, I agree with all that. And we got we got another one from Kelly Zemeckis. Zemnikus, who said she's flying home today, always makes me a little edgy. And man, I can relate to that. Just from flying to Denver, I'm like packed, repacked. I had to set up my uh, suitcase next to the door, and I had to make um, a note that said, "Don't forget your charger and toothbrush." And I set my Uber to pick me up at six fifteen, so I had fifteen minutes to grab all my stuff. You know. It's so it's so like nerve wracking to uh, to fly and it's horrible and it's just horrible all around and then you have to get on the plane and have turbulence and the the, the worry about your coffee spilling. So, <laughs> you just have to deal with it. That's it. Just gotta focus on the fact that you're traveling. It's exciting and the destination will be more fun than the uh, than the hassle. Uh, generate as many distract. I know. Sounds I like know. you shrunk. I know. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Uh, generate as many distractions as you can on the flight. That is a huge one for me. Download as many things that are low in energy, like um, uh, not fast-paced music, if you're afraid of flying. 
Don't get fast-paced music. Listen to softer music. Listen to calming podcasts. Uh, listen to uh, soothing stuff. Watch shows that make you feel good. Uh, games that make you feel good. Also, uh, you can look up all the sounds a plane makes and why they make them. It's something mm. you can Google, and it, it always makes me feel better being like, oh, that's the landing gear coming down or going back up. That's This is normal. This is normal. Learn about planes. Uh, has Learning about planes has made me feel better flying. That's great. I just thought about sourpuss again. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I agree with you, Steve. <laughs> well, we got to get in this one email that uh, AJ sent. He's an avid listener. Yes. And comedian. Um, and we have one from Evelina as well. Oh, my God, we do. Okay. Sorry, we got time for both. All right. I'll pull up Evelina. Uh, do you have uh, AJ? No, I, I okay, well, yeah, okay, let me, I'll pull it up. Well, okay. All right, do you, you could start with Avelina's. We'll close with AJ's. Or no, we'll do AJ's and then we'll close with Avelina's. Yeah. Okay. So AJ's is a topic for show. He said, Dear Steve and Andrew, another day, another public massacre. Oh, this happened on June 2nd, this email. Yes. With increasingly aggressive anti-LBG. LGBT, sorry, I'm a dyslexic rhetoric from conservatives, all the shootings that keep happening and the motives for these shootings. It only makes sense that there will be a pride event massacre. I'm gay and I plan on going to these events. I live in Boston. Yes, I moved. Congrats, AJ, because hey, he lived somewhere. He lived somewhere like crappy. I, for, I remember that he was do comedy where he was. Yeah. AJ, that's awesome, man. Comedy is good in Boston. Um <clears throat> but I'm still worried about for the LGBT community all over the country. There's a biker gang in Florida that's threatened to attack a pride event already. What to do? The police have never cared about us or anyone else. Apparently if the pride event shooting does happen, the Republicans would jump for joy, but we don't hold these events. The terrorists have already won. By the way, Steve, I like the special. Thank you. AJ cappuccino uh, cappuccino. Uh, I was mess up his, his last name cappuccino but, wow what a, that's I quite believe. the name man uh what's your sister's name espresso <laughs> okay latte all right um, just lightening up here yeah, the no. uh so they had they had that one in the in the florida the that um icon or what was the one the the club massacre in florida that was yeah. horrible uh, orlando Orlando, yeah. yeah, I forgot the club's name, but there was no—I I don't think there was jumping for joy when that happened. Forgive no. me if I'm wrong. I don't think there was jumping for joy on that one. I think everyone was was pretty sad, and the guy was just a closeted, closet case freak. Right. The guy who did it—that guy's brutal, psycho. So it, I'm sorry, AJ, but you're right. I mean, you you made a good point. I mean, if you don't hold these events, people win that want you not to have these events. So you don't want to be bullied in the submission. Of course, you want to stay strong and keep, keep doing it. And everyone does that. I mean, the Boston massacres happen, but people are, what was it? The Boston marathon, the Boston bombing, yeah. the Boston bombing, the Boston marathon massacre happened in the 1700s, but, but the uh, Boston bombing happened and then people still did the marathon. I mean, the nine 11 happened. We built another tower. I mean, it took a long time, but another tower is built. You gotta keep doing it. Cause then like, and they win. That's the only you got. All you can do is just move on. Just move on. I, and and continue I, uh, your life and and sat and mourn and then you know process the 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 grief and uh you know the Den Denver the there's a lot of uh LGBTQ people that came to the show and everyone really had a good time and you know I, there's a community that you're part of and they they support you and and you all. Yeah you know, you have each other. Don't forget it. <laughs> and, yeah. and I know it, the media makes it seem like people hate gay people, but right. there's a lot of people that do like gay people and support them. And you just got to look at that. It's more people than, than that don't like them in my opinion, but maybe, I don't know. I live in New York. But that's, yeah, <laughs> so, it is, I don't know. Uh, AJ, we should mention we're both not gay, so we don't have to deal with everything. 
that that you may have to deal with every day, but uh, there's many more people that are allies and supporting uh, gay rights and lives that in our world, at least, and, and you're in Boston, which I'm sure is celebrating it way more than the rural areas that you're, you originally lived. So, and also cops, they do care that it's, you know, they're, or at least they're there to protect, you know, I don't think that you're going to uh, be totally at danger. There are precautions made for any event of something of that big of a scale. Yeah. Um, it's going to be fine. I mean, I say that without knowing anything, but right. you got to believe it's going to be fine. And then and it's pride. It's yeah. It'd be pride, prideful yeah, go out there and express it. And that's Plus COVID uh, really like what the, you know, really crushed all parades so i'm gonna bring them back yeah. <laughs> I don't know. that was the first thing that i missed yeah me too yeah i'm like where's the parades at yeah it's um, like that mark norman joke Breaking. oh yeah i live in the oh i his is uh, i live in the east village the gay parade the, the great the gay pride parade goes by my house uh, every day <laughs> oh god He's so corny. Uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot. You still don't like him. He doesn't like me. He oh, doesn't like me either. All right. Uh, uh, that's a theory. It's um, a theory. He's confirmed it for me. But the uh, let's, read your, <laughs> let's read the last topic. AJ, we're sorry, but we're happy you moved. That's great. Keep doing comedy. I'm so proud of you, AJ. That's good. Keep And, that, and you're going to do so much better in comedy in Boston. It's going to be great. Um, this is from Evelina Mendoza. Uh, hi guys. I had a major topic, but I thought I would switch it up instead. A couple things. Uh, Steven, uh, congrats on the engagement. I'm really happy for you. That's really awesome to hear. Thank you. Uh, and also, although it was funny to watch, I was really, uh, I feel really bad that you guys are bummed about, <laughs> this is very sweet of Evelina. Uh, although it was really funny to watch. I feel really bad that you guys are bummed about losing Patreon members. Uh, and uh, if you don't mind, I have a suggestion for the podcast. I have a, I have and run a geeky nerdy face uh, book group that just hit over 500 members. Although it's not very big, I like it because it's easy to run. I often do contests for prizes just to keep the members mot- motivated to stay in the group and interact with each other. For instance, for the premiere of Kenobi, I opened a side group specifically for spoilers so that we could discuss the episodes freely as they come out without ruining for it, ruining it for other people. I told the main group that for whoever joined, their name would automatically be put in a spin-the-wheel raffle for a Kenobi Star Wars-themed prize. About 40 people joined, uh, for, and the prize was a Kenobi Funko Pop uh, and a sticker I had made for my group. Ordered it to Funko Pop and from Amazon and had had it delivered straight to them. Yeah, uh, I mean that's the gist of it. I mean, I don't think the gist of it is the Patreon and the tips. Uh, I'm scanning it. It would be fun to do a Zoom show and just post that as extra content for Patreon. We could bring back Panic Attack and live in a way. Uh. Yeah, I mean that's it. Avelina, I wrote back. I said thank you, and I said we'd talk about it on the bonus. I forgot uh, to see email. <laughs> I thought we talked about it on the Patreon, but well, I uh, I already read it. <laughs> you already read it. <laughs> Trying to stop you. Well, it's too late now. Avelina, I had I, I agree with all these ideas, and uh, I know Steve and I have been talking about doing the the live show on the Patreon again. I don't know what happened with that, but. Which, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm lazy. <laughs> saved us. I'm per- the only person that responded to the email was me. So I, uh, I don't know. Uh, the, these ideas sound good. And well, I, uh, I, I want to talk more about it on the bonus with, with Steve. So we'll, we'll get into it. Yes. But the $5 a month gets you so far just four bonus episodes, people. So I guess it's a good lead in the, to the plug. Yeah. And, uh, and some other good stuff that you guys get VIP. Got shows. We give you last stress balls. That's right. 
uh, Andrew gets you extra ones if he's got the right pants on. <laughs> yeah. Well, those are for free. Yeah. You don't need the Patreon for those. Uh, but yeah, we got things planned. Steve said he has an idea for get guests on the show. <laughs> What's happening? I don't know. I'm trying to transition to to uh, wrap it up the show. Oh, okay. But yeah. thanks, Evelina, for for uh, for for the suggestions. And we're gonna get more into that on the bonus. Yes, we'll get more into it on the bonus. Uh, anything is uh, we were, any any topic would have been en- lighter to end on. Anyways, I don't want to end on. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Terrorism and. Uh, well, I mean, it's depressing. It's, it's upsetting, and I don't. No, no, the Patreon loss is depressing as well. Yeah. Well, in retrospect, not that bad. No, yeah, it's Uh, all relative. It's like Norm McDonald's gambling story. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Check out the Patreon. It's it's the same. It's riffing. It's jokes. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Four extra bonus episodes of that uh, a month for five bucks. And uh, we use all the money for the show. We're looking uh, for a studio to uh, make things more exciting. And that's the kind of stuff. So we're working on things. Uh, <laughs> so uh, anything anything to end on uh, before uh, we go? No, no. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate everyone listening. Keep, keep emailing the topics, panicattackingpodcast at gmail.com or tweeting or responding. And uh, we'll get into all of them. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Have a good day. Uh, all right. Let me uh, stop the recording here.